Welcome back to the Drop Culture Podcast. I'm your host, October the God. Today, I'm here with special guest. Uh, we got a band. This is the first time I've ever really done something like this. We got H1Z1. What's going on, man? Like What's to- up? All right, so uh, y'all can, I guess you guys are together, so you can go one by one introducing yourselves. That way, I don't, I'm relying on you guys to do that a lot and not talk over each other because I have no idea. Okay, well, we got a, we got this. We, we, we got this. We've done right. this before. So, uh, I'm I'm Mark, um, Mark with the Q. I do vocals for the band H1Z1. I'm uh, Patrick. I do guitar. Yeah, I'm I do Ju- guitar. <laughs> I'm Justin. I also play rhythm guitar and I do the clean singing. And I'm Leaf. I play bass and sometimes I sing a little bit. All right, so we got a a very diverse cast of characters here right now. So how'd y'all end up getting together? Uh, good question. I, yeah, I, I go first. Uh, um, I've been knowing Patrick. Well, actually, I met Patrick when I was in high school. Um, so it goes yeah. back that far. Um, uh, being in bands, MySpace bands was the was the thing back in the day, and uh, I ended up meeting Patrick through some friends from high school, and he invited me over. And to hang out, check out his band, and then uh, he asked me if I wanted to sing. So then we sang. We did uh, "Walk by Pantera," and we've been jamming literally ever since. Yeah, that's now eleven years. Yes. Yeah, eleven years. That's <laughs> so how we met. And then, uh, and then down the line. Down the line, yeah. Uh, yeah. I came into the band in 2015. Yeah, I believe it was. And I knew Mark going back. He back when he was in high school. He invited me to try to practice with his uh, then band. Uh, we lost touch for a few years, or just really didn't stay as connected. Met Pat from going to all the same same shows we all just went to. Yeah, and residents. Eventually, he ended up also working at the local music store that I shopped at, Music Around. And at the store one day, he just asked me to try out, and it's been seven years since then. Holy crap. <laughs> And I didn't join until, what was it, 2019? No, say 2019. Yeah. 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 yeah, basically, I saw the rest of the band at a show. I was like, oh, they don't have a bass player. And I was like, hey, guys, hear me out. What if you did have a bass player? And they were like, that'd be cool. And we all started jamming with them, and it went really well. Then we took her to Michigan. Yeah, then we t- took you to Michigan for that yeah. first show. <laughs> yeah, I was excited. Yeah, that's kind of, you kind of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was like my plan. I'm like, all right, how do I figure out real fast if I like these guys or not? <laughs> Go sit with them in the car for 12 hours. That's how. <laughs> yeah, their first show, literally after their first practice with us, was like, all right, we got a show in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Do you want to ride down with us? And yep. And then, yeah, that's. That's couch. And then we're in Michigan the next day. Yep. Right and early. <laughs> I love a way to get to know some folks, man. Yeah, it was. It's also you call the series of shows too that we can. Yeah. Well. That's fun. Ride it with anybody, like they <laughs> could have been anyone. Oh yeah, yeah. Luckily, we were good dudes. As a father, I would have disapproved. Okay, well, like, I we had like several mutual friends and stuff, and I had yes. heard about these guys in the scene for a while, and I had also been playing like more in the rock scene and stuff, but you know connections and i was like all right i feel good enough about this i stand by my statement (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm not a super big rock guy, personally. I've always drifted more towards the punk scene. So what's the punk scene or the rock scene like in Milwaukee? Um, in Milwaukee, I don't know the rock scene very well. Yeah, I've played a lot in, like, I live farther north. Um, So I kind of spent a lot of time in the rock scene in more, like, central and western Wisconsin, kind of. And it was cool up there. But, I don't know, you guys probably know the Milwaukee rock scene better. No, not really. Yeah, no, the, West, the metal scene here. Metal scene, for sure, yeah. The rock scene, rock and punk. Like, oh, like the most, like, when you were doing Mosh House, that's probably when it was most, like, active. Yeah, but that was, like, every scene, yeah. Yeah, well, the metal scene here is uh, every probably, like, a lot of places. Like, everybody kind of disbanded after the, the pandemic. And everybody's slowly coming out of their shells. And um, it's there's definitely a scene. It's it's a, a, a rebuilding one here in in Milwaukee. I would say. Anytime I did play, or anytime I did spend playing like Milwaukee rock scene too, I was like 16 years old at the time, probably. So I didn't really know what was going on anyway. Yeah. And I know I know this to y'all. This might be like uh, sacrilege, but y'all got to explain to me the difference between like rock and metal a little bit because i'm not necessarily uh, sure what the difference is so so rock is you know you you, you know lenny kravitz or you two or or nirvana or Foo fighters oh yeah yeah like that's 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 rock rock and roll that's that's not rock and roll. We're, like, we're explaining this. We're explaining this to October, though. So, like, we have to be very broad. So very, like, yeah, like let's not do the subgenre thing. And the okay. broad stroke, rock. Uh, broad stroke metal is more like Lamb of God, aggressive vocals. Like there can be some cleans, but more aggressive vocals. More like uh, sometimes they're screaming or yelling, uh, singing, talking. Rapping, high fast, energy, fast, high energy, uh, aggressive guitars, double kick pedal. Yeah. Like it's just like it's much like. How much can you shove in music? You know, I, I, I think where we shine is we're able to be metal, but also like be as groovy as a rock band would be. So it's like easier on the ears for a lot of people who don't listen to heavier stuff. Also, the live energy that we bring is also there. Uh, what you call uh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so a different big difference between a live rock show and a live metal show is like how many headbangs are you counting? You know, if you count sixteen, you're at a rock show. If you count over a hundred, you're at a metal show. <laughs> okay. In terms of like writing that kind of music, is it like a different process between like metal and rock and like punk? I would say so. I, I I would say it's 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 just like writing all music. Like I I used to do a lot of rap or whatever, and like it's the same. Like you know, there's bars and like you know the rhythm, the rhythm, the feeling. Like it it's it's pretty much the same. And the same when it comes to the writing the music too. It's just you get into a groove, or you find a groove in some way, shape, or form, or you find an idea that really speaks to you and you just kind of go down the well until you woodshed and get it to a song that you're like proud to put out to people. Yeah. The, the format or the, the, uh, what do you call it? Style. Or, is, yeah. Like 
it can you can find the same formula in a punk song and a rock song and a metal song it can it can share those kind of things but it's just like the approach that you go to it is what makes that stylistic difference the best way i could describe it at least yeah this one's just for mark because mark i know you you're a black dude i am too so it's like and for me it's always been like rock is a bit of very white thing for me and that's how i've always kind of seen it so you ever felt that like it's kind of impenetrable in that sense yeah um justin's also black but he a different type of black (laughs) 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 Uh, no uh for sure though like it's it's very uh very um if you've seen the movie get out very uh get out vibes with the whole like if you've seen the scene where it's like uh i voted for barack obama as a president or whatever like i get a lot of that except for like not p- politics they do uh other bands that has like like black front bands you know you know so it's like ah oh, man you guys remind me of it's black front band yeah like you know a lot of seven dust if you don't haven't heard of seven dust go listen to them i think you'll love them they're great band oh, the singers, yeah. but the singers nothing like what i do <laughs> no. two different styles entirely entirely and uh yeah if, if you if you popped in that contrast this is like oh this is black dude with dreads being compared to other black dude with dreads basically has always kind of interested me with like genres like this because it's like you know I wasn't like raised in this kind of scene, so I had to develop into it on my own. And it always did kind of feel like folks are kind of staring at me a little bit, but it's it's whatever. Yeah. Oh, the the worst is when uh they get us too confused because we're two black <laughs> dudes in band, and we both have dreads. So just like oh. the amount of times I've been called Mark at shows is uh, it's kind of funny oh. actually at this point. Yeah. <laughs> That's so unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least but, like honestly like we laugh about it or whatever like it's just like i don't know humans are gonna human and like mm-hmm. like where do you want to put your energy like it like you can tell if it's like you know ill-mannered or like some like ill will like some people are just like they don't especially metalheads they're not around black people you know like oh there's a lot of people i've met who have never met black people and who are like just taken back by like, I thought you were all this way, and, like like if I can count how many times I've heard people say that, which is like oh, yeah. wild, but like it's it's real. It's like opening up like a, another world to them, and like most times it is very like like with open arms, you know. So I I, I like that part of it. More fun when you're playing some of the more rural parts of the country. And you get to really show people that there's more to our culture, more to our people than just the bullshit you see on TV or the stuff you see that people talk about on like public radio or some of the news channels and all that kind of stuff. It's it's a very fun experience to really show people that there's more to a group of people than just the the dumb stuff you see online. Especially coming from a walk. Oh yeah. See me personally, I don't think I'd be able to do some of them, them rural areas. I get a little get a little <laughs> nervous with stuff like that. No, don't trust me. We've had a couple of experiences. There's that one show we went to. Well, we just went to the show in Cleveland or South. Oh, oh God, that's yeah. Columbus. I didn't Columbus like that. Like, yeah. 
was um, a very uh, eye-opening experience. Yeah, for all of us that was one of those ones where I wanted to stay in the car and not get out of the car. And like Confederate flags in the middle of nowhere, uh, big-ass bar, biker gangs and shit like that. And I'm just like, this might not be it for us. But it, so fun. Yeah, it, it actually ended up being a good time. But I was, I was very panicked. The initial experiences, like that, that pan, the fight, uh, fight or flight feeling you get initially. It's like, nope, somebody's gonna have to come get me and take me in there because I'm not going in there by myself. <laughs> I think it's good you came in with us though, because uh, rather not have you be separated from the party. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially the in this part. Decision, it gets, yeah, but, yeah it, it gets like some places, like, like, because I'm from the city, so it's like, it's very. Like, I can't just call somebody to help me out with whatever problem I might be having. So it's, like, very, like, uncomfortable in that sense. But, like, the majority of the times, like, it's, like, all love and super inviting. And, like, the metal community probably gets a bad rap for being, like, overly aggressive when it's, like, super, super inviting and, like, fucking family-oriented, which is really nice. Very much so. I mean, like, uh, the show we do every year in Rhinelander, Wisconsin, called Project Mayhem is, like, one of my favorite experiences over the course of a weekend where you got people coming from various parts of the Midwest, all just to get together to listen to like, a very wide variety of songs and kinds of bands and whatnot. There's folk singers, there's metal bands, there's rock groups, there's jazz groups, and all sorts of other interesting, unique uh, bands that come and play there and is nothing but a weekend full of love and respect for what everybody does mm-hmm. that's that's really interesting because it does seem like at very like closed off and inviting at the same time it's just one of those things you gotta like get through that initial barrier then it's pretty straight yeah like wisconsin's like like there's milwaukee and then there's madison and then everything else is just bumfuck nowhere <laughs> like for yeah. the most part like you yeah. know some smaller scale cities and towns or whatever but like that that's it and like i don't think we've encountered a a situation where we were not allowed to be or like like straight up like we don't want like these guys on or whatever like i'm not gonna lie we put on i would say a really good show or whatever so like we don't have like the like i don't feel like we've been discriminated against as far as like being a band at least to my knowledge obviously you know (laughs) undercover who knows what's going on good that you guys haven't faced that open you know kind of discrimination but in terms of actual like music and stuff you guys put out an album in 2017 and haven't really since so what's going on there man life life a lot of life whole lot of life yeah so we've got a bunch of music that we're sitting on and we're like going in the studio october yeah the first weekend of october yeah so to wrap up what we started yeah so we're gonna so we're gonna have some stuff out but it's it's really been life man like there was we got that album out in 2017 and then uh we we you know promoted it for a few years and then right after that that's the pandemic and we also had a few lineup changes. Yeah, lineup changes. Um, little humans were being created. Like a lot of you know, you know finances, and work, and job. Because like you know, this is this this is like a second job for most of us or whatever. So it's like 
we have other priorities and stuff like that too. Um, but it's time, man. And like the new shit that we got right now, like it it's it's with the times, like it's super like you'll hear it. It's very us. Yes, it's very us. It's different from the first release, the unbounded release, but it still carries a similar groove related formula that we it's more groovy for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. More groovy, but also uh, I would say for myself and Pat, a little bit more technical than previous album was. There's yeah, a lot more yeah. a lot more going on on the guitar end, especially now with Leaf being in the group as well. Mm-hmm. They've added a really nice dynamic layer to the bass to the bass and rhythm section as well, which has really expanded the sound that we had previously. Not yeah. to say anything negative previous bassists we've had, but just that Leaf's particular style meshes so well with what we do. Yeah, because Leaf's not on that album and I mean, it's just eliminate all the words. It's some hot shit. And, <laughs> like, gotta hit him with that hot shit. Yeah. We do. Like, how do you go about developing a new sound? Because, like, when you wait so long to drop, the sound does change a lot. And that's coming from, like, someone who's more, like, hip-hop oriented, which is, like, since 2017, the styles have changed so much. How do you, like, keep up with that over that period of time? I think, like, what we were doing like in 2017 and back was kind of like when like that style really wasn't cool like like it was stuff that we like to do but it was like it kind of died down i would say yeah or whatever but now it's kind of like making a comeback and then also like with the whole like style sort of changing like like we we grow and we've grown and like it's way more comfortable sounding, like m- way more expressive. I feel like, uh, well, like we don't know what this is, but we wrote it. Yeah, like, like it's not putting ourselves in a box for the music. No, it's a pure vibe, and that's the whole meaning behind that. The the first album title is Unfounded, yeah. and that's that's to carry that. Yep, not just from that yep. album but beyond. Yep, carry it forward. Just, we're not in a box, and we never will be. Like. No, it always will have a similar sort of dynamic to it because it's still us. So it will carry the same idea of making sure groove is a very forefront part of the sound and making sure that, you know, Mark's particular kinds of vocals and his rhythm and choices, how he layers his vocals, that will always carry through regardless of what we do and what the sound or the style might be. But it will always have that same groove, that same feeling. And it might expand and it might change as time goes along or as we acquire new gear, for example. <laughs> new gear, styles, new bands yeah. to play with, whatever it is. Because yeah. yeah. also it helps that all of us come from a very different musical background as well. Mark comes from more of the hip-hop background. I came from a much more classical, Christian-oriented musical background. And Pat grew up from the standard white <laughs> white Coach. rock music Coach. Nah. damn I thought you was gonna do them right no 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 that shows you Led Zeppelin you branch off and listen to Black Sabbath and then you go on and then it's like Pantera and Lamb of God and exactly whatever the fuck I listened to last week Allegiant you did a lot of jazz shit too though I uh, don't no, do no. any jazz no you no just no no I didn't do shit with oh, jazz I was trying to pick you up you should have just took it <laughs> no man <laughs> But we all bring that also with us as well. Yeah. Um, our own varying different tastes. Yeah. I feel like we're in a metal band, but we're all like musicians. Like we're not just like these are 
metalheads in a metal band. Like we're all we all listen to all types of stuff, and like it shows in like the music that we do. Like especially the new music. Like it's it's definitely more with what's going on these days. Definitely feel more comfortable experimenting with a lot of different things and a lot of different textures and stuff. Yeah. And Mark has recently started doing these uh, musical interludes that we've in- included into yes. our live set as well, which has also added an entire another layer to you know what we overall do as a group. Yeah, we gotta get you out at one of these shows, cause so you can see this mm-hmm. whole experience. We can come to you. That too, yeah. hey man. This is this sounds rad. But like with all these different types of sounds all different backgrounds do y'all ever run in like creative differences on that front yeah yeah <laughs> i would say yes but it's never been like to the band's detriment there's always no. been something that we've we've all no. grown and improved we, we figured and, uh, it's, it's like eventually figure out what it's like oh i don't like this what no why we like this we we're literally having that conversation yeah <laughs> how can we make this better so that we yeah. all like this what can we do like you know but it's never like it's never like like i don't know we we, we are all so creative like it's like we we can come up with with something else or whatever we get stumped on something or like or like use what we created as influence to another creation it also helps that none of us have major ego issues where we like well i love this idea and i'm not giving it up regardless of whatever everybody else in the group may or may not think about that particular idea but we always the the collaboration amongst us has always been a very strong element of why we've stayed together for eleven years (laughs) yeah seven i've been here but 11 at the band overall has been together Family. All about it's all about the family. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not like Vin Diesel family. <laughs> A little bit more serious. <laughs> I don't know that family, but Fast and Furious. Oh, uh, oh God! It's I just know that family. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Okay. Aesthetics. I've I've always found uh, metal aesthetics very interesting and very cool. So how do you guys set yourself apart from other metal bands? We are a whole fucking vibe. We're goofy. Like Like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of metal bands are like very brutal and serious. Like we're very brutal and not serious. I feel like yeah. We're we're very good at just being ourselves. And like, you know, like if it's being goofy, like at a show or whatever and playing heavy music and like, like, you know, making people laugh and stuff or like fucking like having a shit day and just like letting it out that day and just like just pushing hard through it or like an emotional day out here breaking down on the stage and shit like that. <laughs> like, exactly. Like we, we put it all out there and like, like there's no aesthetic, like a real aesthetic. You know, I think it's just who you are as a person. Essentially, mm-hmm. is what it comes down to. It's like we've never, as a group, sat down. and was like, well, we all have to wear these exact same kind of clothes. We have no. to dress this certain way. We got to do our hair well, in this particular same. direction. <laughs> Even though four of us do have dreads, which is kind yeah. of yeah, that, yeah, us four. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't a. It wasn't like a choice decision we all made. It was just we all had dreads. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You know, just goofballs on stage, like people will come up. He'll come up to us and be like, "Yeah, you guys are amazing. You're running around. We're all we're all on wireless, so we're, we can just 
we'll be anywhere from left to right into the crowd back wherever On the and floor. we're like smiling and having a goofball time uh, i think i sold a shirt shirt once during our like, really <laughs> we're playing a we're playing and i ran over and sold a shirt quickly once at a show Holy crap, I don't remember that. That's amazing. Uh, is that on tour? Yes. Oh, that's why. What the fuck? Didn't we, uh, not London Bridge. We, we, we finna go somewhere else. We've done some goofy shit. <laughs> <laughs> not rehearsed. Yeah. yeah. Never rehearsed. No. No. Definitely get the kind of goofy, very real vibe from you guys. Just for talking to you for the last few minutes, you guys feel very real. And I feel like that's in your music too. It feels very genuine and like you guys just like enjoy what you do. Yes. I feel like we can't not be genuine. Like that's just too hard. <laughs> yeah. You got a good clash of personalities going on. Sometimes it becomes a little overwhelming, but at the at the same time, you know, mm-hmm. there's no moments where I wouldn't do whatever I needed to do for these people in this group either. I love you me know. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds all scary. Oh. <laughs> It's just because I have a monotone. because I have a monotone way of talking. To not be yourself, to like build a whole industry around it. Oh yeah, be fun. Maybe you guys did. You have like the stuff ready to drop soon. Like October, it shows it coming out October and November. Uh, uh, not quite that soon. We still have to. We'll see. A little hard to say for sure, but mm-hmm. dying to get new content out. It it hurts us. It's like we're not here. We go. It's like That's we signed a shitty deal for a record label, and we're just like, ah, it's done. But we're just not the timing. Oh, whatever the fuck, like. It's just not done. That's just where we're at right now. Yeah, right now. We're also all very busy people, so we all have very different things going on. Pat works a lot. Walter I would say studio. Mark has. Well, a yeah. Would we all are busy. The goal would be: Is your phone dying? Oh, I'm just wondering what that was. Oh, did we disconnect? No, we're good, right? No, you're good. You're good. Yeah. Okay. I would say the goal would be to like once we get it done in the studio, and if we can get it mixed, November. Late, late December, early December. I don't be wanting. I don't want to rob shit on Christmas though. You know, we might as well wait. Well, we can lie to everybody and just say it's a Christmas release. No, well, it's not a lie. It's it's just a Christmas release. There's no Christmas songs at all. No, (laughs) (laughs) find it's a New Year's release. Yes, that might work. Yeah, Uh, new. uh, How do you say it? Uh, New me. Who this? No, new phone. Who this? New phone. New phone. Who this? (laughs) This. Yes. New songs, who this? New songs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a that's the marketing right there for it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's definitely a method of marketing in a sense. <laughs> I do want to talk about some of your guys' merch design and some of the art you guys have because some of it's really cool. So, uh, like, do you guys design that in house or do you guys outsource for that? Uh, we usually one of us will come up with an idea or a concept. And then we had a artist in Indonesia, I think, or Philippines. It was a, yeah, the Indonesia, the Philippines that did like the uh, who would actually do the, the drawing itself. At least the more like the death metal inspired stuff, like the face rip hoodie and the the pig skull itself. We have a couple other people who we also have worked with. Uh, Brent Taylor did that. Or, that 
that one pink, the very like cartoony pink one that's on right. threadless. Yeah. Uh, Leaf has also thrown down on a couple of designs. She also redesigned her logo recently, which I love the way it came out. Um, you know, we we usually it's an idea that one of us pops in, pops into our head, like the Aztec logo or Aztec design that we did for the calendar or Mayan. It's Aztec. Aztec. Well, it's, Aztec it's calendar. Human. Yeah, yeah. Concept, but yeah. That we designed. Uh, that was our previous drummer Juan who came up with the idea of doing that. Um, you know, even the album cover for Unbounded was a African symbol for unity. Two heads are better than one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what that that meant. Mark found that one, and then mm-hmm. we had Tracy do that one. Mm-hmm. We did our yeah, did our album artwork. Never did an album artwork shirt. Sure. I mean, we do have my first one. get a tattoo. Oh yeah, the the uh, the hoodie we have is probably one of my favorite designs. Yeah, that was just an offshoot comment one of us made during a re- after a rehearsal one day about like, well, what if we had a what if we had a, a hoodie where it's like a zombie and you can unzip it and it rips his head in half. Yeah, it's cool to see those out and about too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yes. But we also okay. have other designs that we're presently working on that are still unfinished. Wait, metal is just so creative because it is just kind of weird and it's just kind of like loud in, in your face so it's like the art can literally be whatever you want and it doesn't necessarily have to make sense no. yeah. yes we do like zombies though like that one kid likes turtles <laughs> 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 who are you supposed to be dressed as today i like turtles. <laughs> classic internet video <laughs> video <laughs> You weren't compared to me. Jesus. Well, okay. Man. Uh, (laughs) We're all getting there. Not as fast as I. You guys keep growing and developing your sound because it's like, I don't know how often the metal scene changes because, like I've said, I'm very hip-hop oriented and i'm just now kind of dipping my toe into like the more punk kind of thing so it's just like i'm not really familiar with how much it shifts yeah it well we're definitely forcing a shift like like i feel like there's been like black musicians and metal bands and shit like that whatever but not too many people who are like unapologetically black like (laughs) and like um it's weird how that goes over because like a lot of people like obviously not white I mean not black people white people like take that and like it's like embraced like I'm up on stage saying nigga in front of a bunch of white people <laughs> and he can say that yeah. <laughs> because it's and and like it's it's very in your face very like it's real you know like I write a lot of subliminal shit, you know, like where white people don't understand. And I'm out like expressing myself and telling a story, you know, that they don't understand. And like, I just wait for those days for people to ask, you know, what what's this about and what's that about and whatnot. So that, like, that's my favorite times when I could just like, okay, now I get to educate you, but it is something special. And, and I'm switching like from the question or whatever, but from like when black people do come to your show or whatever, cause like, like people get it like they fucking get it like literally like have been pulled aside like bro i heard that song and i heard what you were saying and i know what they was thinking but i know what you was thinking 
and like it's just the realest shit. Like the realest, like it's one of my favorite experience was the first pretty sure it was the first time we played nigga. Was that that uh, jazz oh, that jazz gallery show? Jazz, jazz gallery, gallery show. show. It was right. just a bunch yeah. of black people just yeah. hanging out. And we started playing that song and the facial expressions of people in the crowd when we <laughs> that, that first verse. Well, still brings me memories. October's like, what, what's that song called? Songs. Called. And then, <laughs> same thing happened. Also, the first time we played it at a local festival here, fairly big festival here called Summerfest, and that was also a very fun experience too. The see people's yeah. reactions to that song. Yeah, it's it's funny. It's the great. occasional silence. Mm-hmm. Okay. The silence and the look of horror yeah. from a bunch of white people. Am I supposed to be happy about this? Is yeah, a good you, thing? you haven't heard the song October, but I, I probably say nigga in there like at least a hundred times. So it's like one of those. And like, like usually white people just don't know how to react to that word or whatever. So they, uh, there's been a couple times where we played that song and they just didn't know how to react. Didn't know how, like if it's okay to applaud. I'm like, yo, it's all right. You can clap. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. dude, sometimes that's that's much that's really it's, it's hilarious as you see that you expect it and it's mm-hmm. but yeah. you play it out really well or see all the faces just yeah. the individual the, faces he the said faces, what some of the faces of horror as i like to describe it to some degree yeah <laughs> depending on where we're playing it's the most know, metal thing you know. can do you said what oh yeah well yep yeah, one oh, of these yeah, days definitely sure yeah, because I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. I I look through a lot of like bands and groups of musicians to like try and get on the show. Just like I mess with their music, and it was like I was like a like a metal band. I was like, I black people in it. Right, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look into this one. Oh, dude, it was like that. I appreciate that. It's love. Because yeah, it's just like it's always cool to see people who look like me doing stuff I would have never thought to do. See, what I like to say, and, like, I don't know if you're big into, like, old blues or, like, uh, Muddy Waters and Chuck Berry and, like, Howlin' Wolf. Like, dude, like that dude was distorting his vocals way back in the 40s. And, like, metal wasn't a thing in the 40s, like, at all. And now, like, that's a thing where people distort their voices and whatnot. So it's, like, it's heavy-rooted and it looks different, but, like... Like, you know how niggas say, we did it first. And, like, we damn near did everything, dude. Like, yeah. everything. All the time. Just anything. Anytime yeah. you know, my white friends are like, man, listen to the song. I was like, man, you know, you know, black people did that first. Yeah. <laughs> For real, dude. For real. The fuck you talking about, Elvis? You mean Chuck Berry? <laughs> Got him. Chuck Berry? Little Richard? Little Richard? Little James Brown? Hmm. Be some James nah. Brown man. <laughs> I'm constantly yeah, trying to put friends on the James Brown. They're like, bro, this is from James like, I don't even know when. That dude is a show, and I love. It was a whole shows, a whole vibe. Like, if you've seen us, so there's listening to our music. There's and then they're seeing us live and like being around us or whatever. Like we we put on a show, and like I get a lot of influence from like shit like that, James Brown, and like. Uh, already talked about Howlin' Wolf a little bit or whatever, and uh, just like a showman, you know, like have a good time, be yourself, and then be the vibe and be unapolog- un- un- unapologetically yourself mm-hmm. while you're doing it too. 
It's the best. And I think that's always that's always great. So you can tell people are just like loving themselves and doing whatever's making them happy. Mm-hmm. That's us for sure. That's what we do. Thousand percent on stage, especially. Mm-hmm. So what have y'all been listening to recently? Like what's been in each of y'all's uh, different rotations? It's gonna be very different. You gonna have to go in a circle. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I have to think about what the hell I'm listening to. I've been so busy. I'll go first. So yeah. Um I listen to a lot of like a lot of hip hop and shit like like you probably do October, but uh I've been listening to a lot of NLE Choppa lately. Uh I like a lot of Chicago rap or whatever, so I listen to like a lot of FBG Duck and Young Pappy and uh stuff like that. Uh I grew up on like Lil Wayne, so like, you know, that's 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 my shit. Uh Walk a Flock of Flame. Spawn hood ass nigga. I've heard that name in it. It's been a yeah, yeah, when he was when he was hot, man, I was like, fuck a fuck a fuck. I had the dreads and everything. It was perfect timing. Same length and yeah. But <laughs> uh but then I like listen to stuff like System of a Down, Slipknot, Lamb of God, Gojira, a lot of Gojira. Uh like RB. I I can go on and on. On and on about all the things. Music. It's basically the same. Yeah. We listen to so much together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of have no choice at this point, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me lately, it's been a lot of a band out of England called Sleep Token. They're a very, very heavy group with like very distorted heavy music, but the vocalist is like my idol at this moment in time his voice is just so so amazing uh i also been listening to a very fun group from germany called electric callboy who just makes some of the funniest dumbest music ever and it's just uh love it love it so much but also because of my background i also listen to a lot of uh jazz and blues music uh skinny puppy is absolutely like killing it i Wish to one day actually see them live whenever they actually start going back and doing shows again. Shit, yeah, I've heard in a while. Yeah, oh, their music. Yeah. Oh, somehow got a free ticket to go see Skin Puppy. <laughs> <laughs> like way long ago, and I was I, like, "Oh, it's a treat." I love them. I wish to one day be able to see them live again, or be able to see them live for the first time. I also like a lot of uh, <laughs> folk music and a lot of like uh, alternative rock and alternative singers like Ingrid Michaelson or Sarah Bareilles. Mm-hmm. Uh, the age of yourself now. Oh yeah, of course I. Yeah, and uh, also, me, you know, my favorites is Tori Amos. So yeah, I listen to a lot of video game music. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, now that's also. But it's a lot of like cover bands and stuff too, and it's usually the heavy metal interpretations. Which um, I'm listening to like this Final Fantasy heavy metal cover band called Night of the Round, and uh, they're fucking sweet. Just very heavy. The other band, like I listen to a lot of like heavier metals like it's just i'm amping it up as i get older it's just like okay cool i think i've been listening to carcass though lately yeah artworks uh artworks an album that i will always go to 1992 <laughs> but um yeah video game music and really heavy metal and then whatever we're playing on at the shop the music shop that i work at and um it's been a very very interesting mix between 90s alternative uh, random hip-hop and uh mariachi music it's great <laughs> been some james brown in there it gets real funky in there i love it 
strange mix. That's such an odd combination. For real. Yeah. Well, that's what makes this music or makes our music so particular because, you know, we all don't come from the same background, nor do we all listen to a lot of the same music. We all have different experiences and things that we bring to yeah. what this group has become over the last at least seven years, I believe. Yes. Yeah, no, I to... oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no. Leave go. I... <laughs> no, you gotta I... go now. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> That's okay. Just skip me. No, you're saying something. But... So bad. Go. You listen to no. no. I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck up the words to the. To... You listen to Hawthorne and Heights. No. No. Oh, you listen to I don't know what the band is called. I know it's not Hawthorne Heights. Okay, well, Leaf is disqualifying themselves, but they listen to a lot of no, rock and roll. <laughs> Halsey? Yeah, no, it's Hul- Chinese. Yeah, I know, yeah. Halsey and, uh, um, there's another one. I'm, I'm bad at this. Leaf wants us to roll on, so we're mm-hmm. gonna, we're just gonna move on. I wanted to stretch so out that panic. Are you guys? Sorry. <laughs> Man, oh, I feel bad. <laughs> nah, I don't. No. no! <laughs> <laughs> but have y'all ever considered maybe branching out against uh, metal and maybe going something just like very, uh, just broadly alternative? I have, I've actually been pushing for Mark to do more hip-hop oriented music. Yeah. Both with us and just on his own, which is also partly why the music he's been doing lately has become more prevalent. Uh, but I, you know, I love all kinds of music. You know, I've been doing music since I was five and thirty-six now, so been involved in music for many years, longer than pretty much everybody in spans with live actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, I I love trying and experimenting and doing all sorts of different things. It's probably the reason why I also help Pat with his video game music uh, that he does. When he does his videos for his Gunner Slam project, I am usually the one who record, who does the video recording for it. Uh, yeah, appreciate that. We, we've, we have some newer songs that's pretty close to alternative. Uh, like alternative and uh, I don't know if you're familiar with like Chevelle, like sense of alternative. Uh, also kind of broadening towards like kind of nine inch nails ish kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we we have some stuff. Like I don't know, we don't we don't just take ourselves seriously. It's just a metal band. Like we we like to do everything. Like that, it, it really just comes down to the core of does this go hard or not? Yeah. Yeah. Do we like it? Is it fun to play? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I've, not fun to play. Like that, I mean, you know to be fair there are a couple songs that are fun to play that we still play anyway. <laughs> But it's on, not on <laughs> Anywho, joking. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's, uh, like I make beats and stuff like that now, or whatever, and it's mostly like hip hop, trap, like beats or whatever, some industrial stuff or whatever, and like it's all like the same, like energy, the same, like, like vibe as like the music that we do and stuff like that, and so we kind of implementing that a little bit more, a lot more with our live, you know, show. Uh, but once we get that all recorded and down, uh, we'll definitely have that on an album, stuff like that. 
we're in the right environment musically for the more hip-hop based metal sort of things people are really into that right now it's kind of like more rage music sounding but i think eventually it'll get all the way there mm-hmm. yeah i think it's on its way fucking denzel curry is like a big like like he he's he's mixing the genres pretty much like it's high energy aggressive vocals like and that's like similar to like what i do or whatever uh rico nasty and um some other of the uh of the like heavier like rap like guys or whatever who just do like just just go hard there's also a group uh called 1056 period that's also like a very very heavy death metal kind of group that also incorporates a lot of hip-hop kind of flavor and vibe to the music that I've been listening to lately. You got shit out of me. Yeah. And their vocalist is absolutely fucking insane. Wow. So what are y'all socials? Where can people find y'all at? H1Z1 Metal, Instagram, Facebook. Um, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. We got a Patreon. There's a Patreon, yeah. Directly help us get albums funded. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, hit up our Patreon for sure. Or uh, I, I feel like we we have yeah, our bigger presence is on Facebook right now. So Facebook is is kind of the spot. Oh, Spotify. 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 Listener music there. Yeah. yeah. Technically, we also have a Twitter that we never use. I don't no, ever. I don't ever log into that Twitter. <laughs> we don't need to talk about. I use my own and then share us no. from that, and that's it. Yeah. No. Uh, iTunes. We're everywhere. Like iTunes, YouTube, YouTube Music. Us on Instagram at the Drop Culture Podcast and on TikTok at the Drop Culture Podcast. Uh, we got new episodes coming out every Thursday, and yeah, man, thanks y'all for coming on, man. Thank you. Yeah, I'm appreciate it. Appreciate it. Love. Major, work. <laughs> Major love. I have to talk again with oh uh, This is H- our next album coming. This is H1Z1, and remember to do it for the culture. <laughs>